Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mythos Manual, a how-to for RPG homebrew. I am Calder Kadavid, your host and GM, and with me are my players. I would normally assign them different factions, but today I just want to know what their favorite vegetables are. Oh. Uh, hi, I'm Paul. I play Kafka, who is a crow person and a fighter, and my favorite vegetable is... Onions, which I have been told is the free space in the vegetable bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Christy. I play Kata, the human wear touched shifter. And I am going to pick Brussels sprouts. Ooh, strong choice. Strong millennial choice. I think so. Delicious when roasted. Fantastic. Blanched. Yeah. Yeah. They're like teeny cabbages. Mm-hmm. Think of the adorable tiny kimchi you could I make with like them. I just like it when the little edges... Mm. Break off when you're roasting them, and then those are like the crunchy bits. Those are like, very oh, good. So Have you done it with like a red pepper jelly? Ugh. So good. That sounds very, very good. I'm Alan. I play Domius, the Dampier psychic. Um, and people are going to make fun of me for this, but it's true. My favorite vegetable is eggplant. Oh, okay. Okay. Why would we make fun of you? Because it's gay. Because it's hell. super gay. <laughs> my, did you actually fun fact we never ate eggplant in my house growing up because my father's a paramedic and he had to pull an eggplant out of someone's ass early in his career wow <laughs> and after that like we never i've never i'd never had it till college now it wasn't a japanese eggplant it was a real like like the normal eggplant right? i couldn't I'm tell you i wasn't well, there. they probably didn't <laughs> japanese eggplant back then they don't have japanese eggplant in northern illinois you know because you, you know but wow yeah like no, like you, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that fellow is ambitious and knows what he's into. Yeah. yeah. My favorite vegetable is broccoli. Just letting you guys know. I was curious. I I had gone a long time being like indifferent to broccoli and then I worked at a Chinese restaurant for a while and they ate a lot of broccoli and then I was like, "Wow, this is the best vegetable." <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? When covered in sauce, broccoli no, is just, just even amazing. Steam. You can just steam it, little rice. It does. Like you make broccoli is a good one. It's great. I just don't. I feel like when you oversteam, it just falls apart. Well, though. yeah, you, like yeah, yeah, if it's made poorly, it's not good. Like yeah, everything is good when it's good. <laughs> Everything's good when it's good. <laughs> All right. So you guys have had a hell of a day in this jungle. A mm-hmm. lot has gone down. It's been exhausting. It has been an exhausting. It has been a kind of a whiplash from one thing to the next as we've, you know, you wandered into Sugar Glade and saw them casting that crazy ritual to meeting at Trader's Tree to going back to Poema, then to Leroy, back to Poema. And now we're leaving Poema with a, a very, very strange posse. And we're headed to Trader's Trees. That that's what yeah. we decided on last time. Yeah. Is that how yeah, we're also we're, we're also going to Trader's Trees? Trader's Trader's yeah. Because I'll remind you, it's the three of you. It's Damius, Keda, Kafka with Cheldy. Normal so far. Normal day. Now we have Tadavar. Okay, we have a summon. We have this crazy summon who's hanging out with us. Kafka, not happy about that. Not happy about this crazy Tadavar's snake man. Cool though. He's a cool guy. He's like unnerving, but he's cool. He's unnerving. You can't look in the center of him because there is no center of him. It's constantly shifting. He's protean. I just like it because we have matching snake butts. You do have matching snake butts. That's <laughs> I mean, true. Well, I mean, how, for how long do you have matching snake butts before it turns into a different kind of butt? It's usually very snaky. And mine's for seven or eight hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) For a solid third of your day. Yeah. (laughs) And also, not, and then there's also the three, no, the four Charuka led by Ombak. Yeah. Ombak. And you guys are all headed to Trader's Tree together, just this little merry band. And it's just like, who'd have thought that we'd been, like, we'd been allied with Ombak and the Charukai when we thought Mithildi was our friend? 
you know? The whole jungle is just topsy-turvy these days. I, yeah. I would point out, I not once did I ever think Mathilde was our friend. I tried to warn you. It turns out that you were right about that. But here we are. <laughs> All right. So you're heading, you're walking through the jungle. It's night. It's dark night in the jungle. The world is kind of a buzz around you. It is a hot, sticky summer night. And we're, when we're walking to Trader's Tree? Yep, we're going. We are Let's, going to Trader's Tree. No, be funny if no. there was like a random encounter right now. No, that would not be funny. There's not. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to know. Kafka frowns and puts away his animal bane bow. Right. This gift is bullshit, Cal. <laughs> three, three pumas step out <laughs> and roar. Okay, no, you guys make it to Trader's Tree. You find yourselves back in this the familiar clearing. The blood red tree towers against the uh, the ghostly moon. You see, you know, faintly outlined in a red glow is Zaranagam's figure. His jaw is tight against his face. His Zaranagam towers tautly inside the tree. What would you like to do? I walk up to the tree and I say, Zaranagam, it is I, the spirit of the Kingo. Okay. In your in your mouth. In your mouth. In your mind. <laughs> in your mind, you hear. Ginkgo, I grow weary. We found your book! I scream. The jungle of screams. Yeah, we found it. I got it. It's right here. We're going to do the thing. We're going to let you out of the tree. It's going to be great. Also, your Charaka, Umbach's been great. They're really fantastic. Um, They've been all about being on your side and being very helpful. We almost got them killed, but then we didn't, so it's fine. Good. <laughs> Teleporting you and your friends took a lot out of my magical resources. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, uh, but we really appreciate it because we probably would not have survived without you. So thank you for that. And as a payment, we will free you from the tree. My survival depended upon yours. I suppose that is true. Was not entirely motivated just by saving us. I guess you're not just nice. It's a little self-serving, but hey, it's cool. Spread the blood over the roots and begin. I would just like to say at this point that if we all die here, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. I personally only wanted to escape the jungle, (laughs) (laughs) but yet here we are. Uh, releasing a demon from the tree. Uh-huh. And if it turns out bad, well then, you know, oh well. I was going to die in my own tree anyway. All right, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to be sticking around here all night. Let's get this party started. All right, who's going to be the sacrifice to unleash the Gum's majesty upon the jungle? Snake Lady. Would you like the honor? Uh, no, that's not how this works. No, please, here. I have a bone knife. I shall dig it into your heart, and you will be part of Zerandagam. I think, Umbach, I think we should give you the honor. <laughs> I say, straight face. You, you are the closest to him. Uh, wouldn't you like the honor 
of, of being the one. I'm happy to have you be the one. In fact, I would feel horrible if I took that honor from you. Yeah. You have worked so hard for it. And yeah, you've we, served him the longest. This is your culture. We don't want to appropriate it. You should sacrifice yourself. It's what you deserve. Uh, go for it. Make a diplomacy check. Can, uh, well, can, the, can we roll to assist Christy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you guys roll to assist Christy and then Christy can make a diplomacy check. Let them... I am assisting. Ten. No. Okay, no, but... Yeah, I got a uh, 15. So it's a plus two from Damius. Okay, so that's a plus two. Uh-huh. So it's 24. Wow, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Ombak looks up at you and he says, Yeah, that would be good. I could join my father and all the countless Charuka heroes that came before me. All right, then. Who will leave? But if I am not going to be the one to lead the ritual, for I will be dead, who will do it then? They have to be able to read from the Book of Screams. Has to be Damius. What is the name? Uh, oh, it is written in Abyssal? It is written in the tongue of the demon. Abyssal. So Abyssal? Yeah. So, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can totally do this. I am good. I speak Abyssal. Be careful with the book. Here. And he places the book in your hands. It bites you a little bit. <laughs> the book has like, it's like, the book is covered in like a matted black fur. Uh, and the ple- and the leaves are made out of, like of entire leaves. It's it's kind of disconcerting to hold. I I run my finger along his lips and I go. Shh. It purrs a little bit. Ugh. I hate this book so much. You just have to know how to talk to it. All right, and then. I pen it a bit. If you leave the ritual, I will lay down on the stone slab, and we shall begin. Oh, Zaranagam, my life for yours. And I open the, the, the open the book and begin to do the ritual. Okay, okay, so a couple things. First, I want you to make a will save. Uh, okay. You're opening a hella evil book, man. Very evil book. Well, that's interesting. So, uh... Like, how, how, does your, to, how does your dark half interact with the needle? That's, mm. that's the moment, because that's the thing. It's making me oh, make a will it. save. My dark half activates. Okay, I love it. Um, because it protects me. Has it read this book before? No. No. It, Your dark has a little more sophisticated than like the beastie jungle book. It would have, it would have never. And this is a fear effect. This is not a fear effect. Okay. Sweet twenty six. You don't think that you you read the book and after reading, you know, you're reading through it a little bit. You're like, like I understand people who are into Angazan, but it's not for me. <laughs> and of course, the, one one piece of my mind goes, it's not for you. Yeah. Turn away from it, son. You don't want this. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so, Alan, what I want you to do is, who, so who is going, so what you need to do as part of the ritual is that a, a creature must be sacrificed for his, for his Ranagam to complete the ritual. Okay. His blood must be smeared on the roots of the tree while you recite the passage from the book. I okay, is, does it matter what kind of weapon is used to do this? Uh, it's usually a stone dagger, but no. I will do the... Killing in the smearing. Wait, a stone dagger or a bone Bone dagger? dagger. I'm sorry, bone dagger. Do we have a bone dagger? Yeah, yeah he just Umbach said he has, has it. Oh. I'm going to take um- Umbach's stone dagger and kill him. Okay, he looks up. He's, strike true, snake lady. And he looks up and he says, Zaranagam, I'm coming to you. And he blows it a kiss. Oh, wow. Mm, okay. All right, Do you? what do you do? I stab him. Where? In the neck? In the heart? In the heart? In the heart. I stab him in the heart. Seven in the heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, ah! 
He's screaming. <laughs> I'm just gonna slit his throat. I'm just imagining Kata like, no, no, no. She she goes in for a step and she stops like, no, 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 no. Uh, Do it. Well, I'm so used to slashing things yeah. with claws and biting them that I don't like have to aim usually. Actually, I was kind of surprised you didn't go. You didn't just claw claw his heart because I, what are claws if not bone knives? Ah. Hmm. Cute. You could just pull his heart out. Yeah. Chunk, 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 chunk. Indiana Jones style. Yeah. Now I'm gonna use the traditional bone dagger. Yeah, like, let's not break tradition. And stab it through his heart. Okay. Uh, you stab him through his heart. You see the blood, the way the stone altar is uh, created. His blood immediately starts pouring out of him, and it's starting to flow off the sides and collect in these small pools Ooh. on the sides of the altar. Meanwhile, you have opened the book to the passage that pertains to freeing the uh, beast within. To about fr- It's about freeing your bestial nature. Alan... What does this? What does the passage say? Oh wow! Are you kidding? Perform it. So of course I'm I'm, I'm speaking in abyssal, so nobody understands. No one understands. Well, the, some of like the charcoal pickup bits, like I know this prayer. You know, actually, <laughs> does it matter what I how I say it? Can I say it? Say it, say it in common and say read abyssal. Com- uh, sure. Yeah. Sure, great. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that so people can understand. And I, yeah. I would say, woe is the night that Angazan treads the earth. Woe is the earth upon which Angazan treads. All tremble before Angazan, all die before the claws of the demon tree god. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alan, you get an emerald for that, for sure. Woo! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) And... Uh, and while you're saying that prayer, uh, Kata, is anybody helping you with the, with brushing the roots of the blood? The, the char- some of the charoka, like the other yeah, three, the they, three remaining charoka. Like, they probably know what to do with this. Yeah, ritual. they start they're coming over and they help you out, and they have like their these kind of like almost, like like kind of leaf brush looking things. And they're using it to start painting the roots of a Zoranagam's tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, while you're reciting, and I, and I think the words, at this stage I start singing, I start singing the the chorus, which is Angazad. Angazan, like that. Yeah, you keep like you're saying yeah. it loud and like, yeah. and as you're saying it, like red lightning and mist starts crackling out of the tree, and you guys hear a sickening crack Ugh. as Trader Tree, Trader's Tree, splits in half down the middle, and half of it just cr- falls into the jungle canopy, knocking down other trees and splurting blood all over the trees here. Uh, you a see, little messy. Yeah, it's a little messy. Zoran Nagam shakes. He moves, and the wood around him breaks off and sloughs off of him like rotten meat. Ooh. And the final words are, bow before Angazan, bow before the master of the jungle. And he takes a step forward, and he lo- and he's silhouetted by the, mo- by the moon itself, and he just bellows this awful blood-curling scream that had to be heard for miles. Oh. Way to be sneaky, I say. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's breathing loudly. He's panting. He's haunched over. He grabs one of those charukau around there and just, like, holds him up to him, and that charukau's, like, kind of, like, wide-eyed and freaked out, and his, he's got this big, like, maw on his chest, Ooh. and that maw just, like, grab, like, puckers out and grabs that charukau's face and tears his head off and like just like starts eating him. Whoa! I back up and turn into a really big snake. <laughs> I think I reach behind me for a Charakai's hand. You find Tadavar's hand? No, not Tadavar. Oh no! I'm yeah, they're, they're, they're Charakai are busy. They're putting the blood on. Tadavar grabs your hand. He looks at him and says, 
What an exciting day, Damius. To see the birth of a creature such as this, I feel the chaotic energy of this jungle. I promised you a good time, did I not? It resonates with me. This kind of chaos is not the same harmonious chorus of the maelstrom, but it is still music to my ears. And uh, as that's kind of going on, Kafka, what are you doing? Um, you know, there's not a huge amount that a fighter can really do in this situation, especially one who did not who did not do so well when he tried to major in arcane studies. Um, what is Kafka thinking though? Like he's watching all this shit happen. Yeah, this I, is like not what he thought he was signing up for. No, it's certainly not what he thought he was signing up for. And I think, for one thing, he's definitely thinking he made the right choice to not go into into wizard stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely something he's going to tell his parents about when he explains his decision to them at some point. At some point, he'll definitely tell them about this. Um, I think while all of these tendrils of magic are kind of, you know, flaring out over the area, something interesting happens, which is that... Uh, they all seem to bend around Archibald. Uh, Ooh, I love that. Like, Archibald kind of is like up in that magic and like soaking it in it a little bit. Yeah, like he's just standing there. He's not doing anything, but all this dark magic of of Zoran Nagam, it bends around him uh, like he is like he is a black rock uh, in a stream. Weird. Yeah, I love that a lot. Okay, that's excellent. Yeah, and I, and I think Kafka notices that, and for a moment he wants to investigate, and then decides maybe he doesn't actually want to do that, and he kind of turns his, his gaze away from Archibald and decides not to think about it. I like this. Before, uh, so Zoran Nagam finishes consuming this Charuka, and it's just like messy, and your bones breaking, and blood kind of now is like pouring down his chest, and the maw is kind of like flexing, and... Uh, he looks down at Archibald and kind of nods his head and keeps moving. No. <laughs> and Archibald cocks his head so that one of his horrible goat eyes meets Zoran Nagam's uh, horrific infernal gaze. <laughs> and he gives the tiniest, barest nod of respect back. <laughs> <laughs> and Zoran Nagam kind of stretches. You hear like his, like his legs and ligaments cracking as he kind of stretches his body out. He whips his horns out a little bit. It's the first time he's ever been truly able to move. And he looks down at the ginkgo spirit. <gasps> How tall is he? He's about 14 feet tall. Whoa! Oh, wow. Ugh. You meet a guy, the first thing you want to know is how tall he is. So predictable. <laughs> that wasn't the first thing I wanted to know. It was just the first thing I asked. Yeah. He's about, four- <laughs> <laughs> he's about 14 feet tall. He's I mean, I could do the math. Big ass horns, and he looks pretty horrible. And uh, he looks down at you and he says, Kinko, you have freed me. I did exactly like you asked and like I promised I would. Yes, and for this you shall be rewarded. Cool. Your reward is that you get to live. You get to see the sunrise. This jungle is now for the survival of the fittest, survival of the strongest, and you have proven to be strong. Yep, um, I would also like to say that I couldn't have done it without these people that are standing near me, so maybe you should also let them live. Very well. Okay. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. But should we meet again? Wait, really? I make no promises. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now, my followers, and those who wish to join me. And he looks like expectantly towards you guys. Like he expects you to join up a little bit. Okay, but what are we going to do? We are going to the low city to retake my throne. And then to Sugar Glade to stomp the hags who thieve from Angazan. So as this is all happening, Damius and I and Kafka are all like, making faces. We, yeah, yeah, like, we're like, we're like, ah, we're like, like eh, kind of, maybe. And like, ooh, thumbs up on that. Yeah, all right. Lo- low city? Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. I think Charlie's like, yeah. like, do we have to be there for any of that? I don't see that being necessary. <laughs> we, we must be there for this. Why? It's the best part. Yeah, it's important that we be there so we make sure that something doesn't go bonkers crazy. I mean, certainly we can all just leave and go be farmers. Or we can go to the low city and take part in the fight. We also should probably be where he is in case he wants to murder one of our friends and we can be like, hey, whoa, no, not, not that one. Yeah. Okay. You just want to keep following uh, Anka Zan. Yeah. Or I, following Zeron to come. I think yeah. we have to because otherwise we have to wait and have go to the Sugar Glade by ourselves and that sounds terrible. So and wait for him. Yeah. No, we don't do that. We're going to be a follower. Or we could go to the Sugar Glade and tell the hag there that her sister is under attack by Zeron Nagam. She'll just kill us. No, not necessarily. I think we pretend <clears throat> or become followers of Zeron Nagam for a moment. It's an interesting choice, because you're right. We could follow him to the Low City and partake in that moment, giving Mathilti time to prep. Or we can mess with Mathilti. Till she doesn't, and she so, and, and have her not know that Zeranagam is coming. It's possible. You guys also, I want to point out, actually are going to start suffering from fatigue soon because you haven't slept in so long. We do need oh. to sleep. Hey, is Zeranagam? What? <laughs> How long is the whole low city thing going to take? Because we really want to follow you, but also we are kind of worthless if we do not sleep. We are but mere mortals <laughs> and need to recharge are certain expendable things like spell slots and HP. Do you pledge your lives and souls to Ankazan? You know, I signed on for, I signed on for a ton of student loans, so this isn't the worst deal I've ever made. Alright, I'm in. <laughs> um, no, uh, I, I pledge to help you fight the battle that is coming against the terrible terrible hags that have taken over the jungle from you. But not as terrible as you. Yeah, like, terrible and, like, bad for you, way terrible. Not, like, terrible, terrible, but, you know. I you're the most terrible. terrible. I am not even sure I have a soul, so I'm just going to not commit to anything. Very well. To the low city. And you, Protean. And Tadavar kind of looks up and he's like, yes, strange proto-demon creature. Fresh out of the womb, aren't you? Do you mock me? And he kind of looks up. He's like, "Oh no, sir! I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of mocking you. You've magnificent specimen of chaos." What is happening Tartifar, here? You, you, you have been summoned to destroy the the hags. I have been contracted to destroy the hags. Then yes. go with Angazan. All right, then. For he goes to destroy the hags. 
then I shall work with you to destroy the hags and ensure further chaos into this world. Let's and go. We're going to go back to Poema. We're going to go sleep in that cave with the hippo. Yeah. Hippo cave. What if we just sleep right here? Uh, because hippo cave's protected and safe. And this is where the loud noise just happened? Yeah. That is true. Yeah, I guess my thinking is just that the Check it out. Yeah, I gotta it's just that um everybody who might come looking for us in this area because it's where the loud noise happened are about to have bigger problems. Yeah, I don't wanna have problems while I'm trying to sleep though. So No, mm. you're you misunderstand my point. My point is Anybody who might come looking for us in this spot is about to have a demon gorilla on their hands. No, he's leaving to the low city. Yeah, he's, yeah, going, he's to going to the low city. city. But also, we have friends and other people we care about that we have to go protect yeah. through the night. That's just about to go crazy. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah. then we'll go back. Okay. I uh, mean, I mean, is back there. Sure, yeah. So. All right, so I think uh, Zoranagam uh, gives you guys like the smallest of head nods. Uh, respecting your power that you've demonstrated, and with his thundering footsteps and the two other Charuka, like, meekly kind of following behind him, because they respect him, but they don't want him to eat them. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. And they follow behind him, just, uh, just out of our looks at you expectantly, uh, saying, should I go with Zoran Nagam? It is, your, it is the purpose that you were summoned for. We shall kill hags together. I shall follow him. He isn't even truly a demon, you know. Only a, a, a half-formed life form. <laughs> and, uh, I, and, I, and I hope that you return to me when you are done. I shall inject my chaos into you, Damius. No. Oh, oh, my. Oh. <laughs> into all of you. Uh. Uh. Farewell. That's and it. he leaves. No. He goes to Zoranagam and uh, the two other Charaka. That's got kinkier than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. But okay. All Proteans, very kinky. Apparently. Makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. And it is still, you guys are in the clearing, only half of Trader's trees stand still. And you've noticed the trees starting to turn black. Well, we don't need to stick around for this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> oh, boy. So I think our best plan is probably to go back to Poema then and make sure that we ha- keep our friends safe. Yeah, absolutely, because right. I mean, Shaq is there and stuff, and yeah. Bruce is there. And I think it's important that we go back and try and sleep instead of stay here where the you know, loud noise just came from. Yeah, so. where a terrifying monkey demon roar pierced the jungle. Yeah. yeah. Ape. Technically an ape. Well, yeah, but that was I was being facetious at that point. Um, okay, so... We're going back to Poema. You guys make, you know, it's another an hour or so back, but you make it to Poema, and everything's kind of the same. Like, no one's really around except for the everyone who's still bewitched and tirelessly unearthing the Hall of Hostility. That That is the unfortunate problem that we cannot solve. Yeah, there's not really a way to so, prevent that, unfortunately. Yeah. No real spellcasters who can do that. Okay. And by, but, so what do you guys want to do? Sleep. Yeah, we have to sleep. We have to yeah. take turns wa- watching, rest. but we... Oh, wait. Guys who are not under crazy spell. Oh, you just found the group of them? Yeah. Okay. Guys, so we release the champion of Angazan from the tree. His name is Zoranagan. He's like 14 feet tall and kind of scary. He's got like a secondary mouth in his chest and is a little creepy. He likes to eat Charuka. But... God. He is hopefully gonna get rid of the hag problem, so that's cool. Um, we should probably stay here and sleep for the night, but chances are shit's about to go down. I well, actually, here's a question: 
Like, now that we've set Saran Nagam on these hags, what's keeping us here? Like, what's stopping us from just getting as many of our friends as we can onto our boat and getting the fuck out of this jungle? We could... That is not a bad point, except that we then leave Saran Nagam uh, free in the jungle. Yeah, well, we freed him, so, like, since when is that our problem? The idea was to put him back, wasn't it? Yeah, after he'd solved the problem that... I mean, the plan was to restore balance to the jungle, I guess. I'm unclear as to whether Zerangam is the bringer of balance, but... The idea was to restore balance back when we thought that Otlatika would be there yeah. as a balancing element. Now, all we've done is just introduce an evil ape. So, again, like, why does this have to be our problem? What, like, so many colonizers before us came here, messed things up, and then left... Hey, Suresh. Yes. <laughs> what else did you have that you needed to accomplish here? Well, uh, I, you know, most of our research at Poema has been mostly completed. I was, you know, we can get in the hall of hostility and really learn some, some more important things, but I, you're all looking like at me like that might be besides the point at this point. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's kind of going to happen anyway in the next are, 24 In hours. fact, at the moment when we could escape, everybody is occupied. We could escape, but of course it's the middle of the night and we're all tired. Should we leave in the morning? It's worth it because we don't want to run into something terrible on our way out. We don't want to, like, get stuck in one of those hag traps where we're running in circles <sighs> and then have to fight while well, we're not. Yeah. We don't have spell slots. <laughs> but we don't. You're right. We, we, should, we must leave in the morning when we are rested. Yes. But also we have the, the workers who are enchanted. We, That's true. How mm-hmm. do we put them on a boat? We cannot just leave them here. What's I mean, the timeline? I could just leave them here, but could you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my neutral good doesn't want me no, to. No, neutral good does not want to. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Would neutral good have summoned a, de- a demon ape in the yes. first place? I think neutral good, like, justifying that, like, she had ways of, like, it's, like, compromising and, like, yeah, it's, it's I made it make of sense. morality, but no, I can't. I made it make sense, and I thought it was for the betterment of the jungle, so neutral mm-hmm. good says yes. Uh, it's also totally fine murdering like, that Charaka. Neutral good says no. But, yeah. like, neutral good says There's a little yeah. leeway there. Yeah. Yeah. It's room. still for the greater good. Like it's a greater In good. fact, Lawford Neutral wouldn't have done it. Yeah. 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 Chaotic Neutral says, okay, we did it. Now we can get the fuck Let's out. leave. So Suresh also says, the only, I mean, truly the, the real reason why I even wanted to do this whole mission was for, was for Anushka. Yeah, how's her nightmare sitch? It's, it's gotten better, hasn't it, Anushka? Well, I... A little bit, yeah. I still dream of this place, though. There's something calling me. I don't understand what it is, though. What what still calls you, Anushka? It's uh, it's like a... It's a feeling. It's a feeling deep in me that uh, I feel called to to the coven, to Sugar Glade. I, I know this now after everything that you've all told us, that that must be what it is. It's a, a strong maternal figure out in the jungle, and she's just been tugging at me since I was a child. Well, then perhaps you should not explore that further. Perhaps we are done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if we just wait around, Zoranagam's gonna kind of sort that out for you. And then you will feel no call. Well, that's great. Um, then let's get the hell out of here. I, I didn't want to come here. I still don't want to be here. What's the timeline on the Hall of Hostility? It should be open by tomorrow morning. Okay, so we should sleep. That's gonna open. Something might happen that we have to deal with, but... And then we'll we get go. the hell out of here. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's exciting. Yeah. Woo! Woo! So excited. Plan. So excited. Taking shifts, watching while we sleep, 
I'll take it's the first thing. shift. Okay. I mean, this is good for me. I've got a new boyfriend. I'm gonna need this fucking jungle after How's 20 years. How's everybody's HP? <laughs> Mine's actually pretty. I'm good, good actually on that one. Okay. I just need my slots back. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna use a wet lily poultice to up my recovery while I sleep. Yeah. Uh, how's Ruth? Ruth is pretty hurt, but she's sleeping right now. Okay. Does she need another poultice? No, she can't take another. How's Malik? Awake and like just like staring off. Okay, that's creepy. Is anybody talking about how once they we, they get out of the jungle, they're going to leave this whole thing behind and finally do that thing they've always wanted to do? Is anybody talking that way? Chelsea definitely is. We're a little concerned now about Chelsea's survival, right? Yeah, Chelsea's very much like, once I'm out of here, I, I've, I've been, I've cooped up myself in libraries my entire life, and I think it's, I need to get out there, I need to date more, I need to go out, I need to see the world and meet more people. I, I've wasted all this time as Kafka slowly edges away from her. Yeah, you've now marked yourself for death, Cheldy. Good job. Yeah, are you uh, going? To, are you going to wear the red blouse tomorrow or the blue one? I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking the blue one. Oh, thank you. That's great. <laughs> uh, Cal, since I'm taking first shift, uh-huh. uh, I have rolled a twenty-four for perception. Twenty-four. Okay. You don't see anything unusual. It's a pretty quiet night. The only thing that you, that really strikes you is that the moon, which was like this ghostly white, has turned red. Oh, fun. That's cool. Okay. All right. And then my shift ends. Yeah. And somebody else, who takes the next night's watch? Um, Shayaka will. Oh, then I will take the night watch with Shayaka. Okay. I love this. Okay, yeah. great. So last watch, it's about, you know, it's, 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 it's early, early morning. And Shayaka and you are like perched up on top of the bronze pyramid. Shayaka's got his little like binoculars out, and he just looks nice. Like I have my I have my head on his shoulder, and like my eyes are somewhat kind of closed. Uh-huh. But then I but I open them every time he talks. Okay, good. And so he's kind of rocking back and forth a little bit, and he says, "I I thought coming here would be a gateway to my people that I'd I'd finally see our past, and yet here I am." Guarding against who knows what horrors that lie wait in the Lotus Valley. Can you? I can't imagine that this is what happened here. I, I pull him a little tighter and I say, "Perhaps Sayako, you came here to see your future." Maybe I did. Maybe I did. And he like squeezes you tight. I didn't. Ex- I certainly didn't expect to find a half vampire, though. Don't you know? Don't knock it till you try it. Well, I tried it, <laughs> and I ain't knocking it. Right. Ooh, what's that? Oh. oh. Oh, nothing, nothing. But I feel like I hear something. Do you hear? Do you hear something, Damius? Oh, is that a is that a is that an ask for a perception check? Make a perception check. Yeah. Ooh, no, I did not hear anything. What'd you get? Got a five. Oh yeah, you don't hear anything. Uh, but he he hears like he, his ears kind of like move and swivel around a little bit. There's a slight breeze, and he says, "The jungle winds they." They're carrying something. It's. I can hear the Charuka. They're chanting along with something. They're all. They're all very excited. I wonder what's happening out there. Harmi doesn't want to know. I would hope that uh, Zoram Nagam has has turned the low city to his ends and has sent them against the Sugar Blade. I hope so. Those creatures, those Charuka. I've never seen anything quite like them. They reminded me so much of my own people, but wrong. No, you are not like them. No? 
You are not. I could worship Angazan. You don't know. I could... My my own people did at some point. We, they worshipped Angazan, Karada, and Sun Wukong all together. And, and here I am, just... I put my hand on his. He's like freaking out a little bit. I, I say, each of us kills the call of darkness. Each of us has evil speaking to us in our hearts. But we define ourselves by how we turn away from it. How much if we Alan resist. didn't have an emerald already. I was he just thinking right that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. And he like holds your hand as the sun rises, lighting the valley. Filling us with hope. Filling me with hope. Ugh. You see uh, the, on the edges of camp, uh, a number of bright red orchids have bloomed and are facing the sun as it rises. Mm, it's beautiful. And it's now the morning of the 23rd. I wake up. It's a free day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> We're just getting out. We're just going to leave. Wait, we have to deal with these people. We have to deal with the Hall of Hostility. Okay. All right. So we're going to go check out the Hall of Hostility. Okay. Um, let me reset my spell slots. Um, now that the Hall of Hostility is open, are the laborers still there? Or have they all gone to Sugar Glade? The laborers are still unearthing the Hall of Hostility when you get over there. There's a couple of big slabs that they're all working on. And you see their hands are bloody. They're, they have big circles under their eyes. Uh, Raleigh has broken her ankle, but she's still like walking on it. Ooh. Um, I'm thinking maybe we should lock them in one of the other pyramids, because the moment they're done, they're supposed to go to the Sugar Glade. Do we believe that we maybe should finish this from here? I agree with you. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, let's do that. So let's mm-hmm. tie them up, one by one. Put them in a cart or something. You know, we can take something them away. Something mobile. Yeah. Okay, as you guys start, like, so you start kind of rallying them, but everybody's kind of working together. Ruth is still really out of it, and she's laying down, but everyone else is very much working to help kind of round up the the laborers and just kind of bind them. And Malik? Uh, Malik's still bound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's still bound. But he oh. hasn't, his behavior hasn't changed at all? No, he's just like the same, like, just like the rest of them. Just cool. like very, intri- like, kind of singly, singularly focused. Got it. You notice, um... Yeah. Okay. Great. And like they're all like kind of rocking back and forth because they want to keep digging, but there's just like, but there isn't really that much left for them to even dig out. We're gonna end up doing it for them. Okay. So you guys, well, you guys, just spend the rest of your morning. I think some of the laborers, not the laborers, but uh, like uh, Shayaka and Suresh, help you guys. I cast Alter Self to give myself big burrowing claws. Okay. Is that something you can do? Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's totally thing I can do. That's awesome. Turn um, to a sand shrew. <laughs> sand slash. I need to a sand well, slash. Well, no, I take that back. Apparently, I can do dark vision, low light vision, scent, and swim thirty. But I increase my strength. Okay. I increase my strength. You're just a little tougher now. Yeah. You're no longer the. T- and I do make scooping claws. Uh, you know, a strong breeze won't knock you over anymore. Yeah, I look like a. Um, I look like what's that? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, what's that Pokemon's name? A Hitmonchan. <laughs> no, no, the one, the 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 one with the claws. A sand slash. Sand slash. Yeah, I look at a sand yeah. slash. I turn myself into a sand slash. Who's that Pokemon? Okay. Let me let me reset that. Let me reset that. It's okay. Domius. Let me reset the whole thing. I re I turn myself into a sand slash and I start digging out yeah. to help everybody out. But while you're in sand slash form, you can only communicate by saying the word sand slash. That is important. <laughs> sand slash. That's sand important slash. to the fiction. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys are all working and burrowing, and uh, as you're kind of getting deeper into that, you notice that the Hall of Hostility 
Actually, does anyone have either allow history or, um, or just a straight perception check, I guess? I, I can, can do, do a straight perception check. Yeah. I can easy do history. Do both. Ooh. Mm. 26 perception. Oh. I have a 12. Okay, so you don't really notice. But that. I'm going to use my emerald. This is a bad no, time. No, terrible bad. time. <laughs> Everybody agrees it's a bad time. Fine. Using Kafka, you notice that the uh, the hall of hostility is in remarkably better shape than every other building. It is. It is. It looks like it's barely suffered any sort of damage in the thousands of years it's been out here. Huh. Hey guys. Um. This hall is in much better shape than the other buildings. It suffered, like, remarkably less damage than the others in the thousands of years it's been out here. Good parroting. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a crow. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. You guys, as you guys are digging, and you guys dig through, and there's a lot, like, you kind of reach to the point where there's just, like, a single large slab that looks like it was deliberately set leaning up against the door. Well, moving that slab sounds like a bad idea. What? But we must do it. We must know what is inside. We've come all this way. Is there any way we can glean some kind of insight into the whys and wherefores of that slab? Oh. It just it just looks like someone like it, like some of the other buildings look like maybe like that they just their entrances are so or parts of the building just collapse from age. It's like someone deliberately sealed this one. Also, mm. what are the laborers doing now? They're all just rocking back and forth. On... They still want to be digging? Uh, for now, yeah. Then, maybe... we have to do it. Uh, okay, I think before that happens, we should probably seal them up somewhere. Somewhere where they can't escape, because again, they're supposed to go to the Sugar Glade once they're done with this job. But, but, they're, but they are tied up, and we put them into, like, a cart stacked like, like twigs. Like twigs? Like twigs? <laughs> yes, like, like, like lumber. Oh, okay. okay. They're laying down on top <laughs> yes. of each other. Okay. So you've, you've just made it so that they can't, like, really get anywhere. Yeah. yeah, but they're still mobile. We could pull them. Okay. All right. Well, in that case... Uh... We do the thing. So what if we did some um, process of elimination in this? We know that the hags wish to open this thing, this door. Mm-hmm. We have to ask ourselves, who do we believe sealed the door? Is there any way of knowing that? That is a quick Suresh. You can make a... Uh, Chelty? You can make... Um, do you have knowledge of engineering? Yes. Go for it. Well, your knowledges are the same, right? Yeah. I am 28. Wow, that's really good. You can tell that this door... Uh, the you know, the rest of the building, remarkably good condition. The slab itself look like looks like it's been here for a very long time, probably since the destruction of Poema. If the building is in good condition, mm-hmm. then would this not be in the same condition? You would think so. But it is not. It's like it's for some reason. It's like the building has been somehow preserved in a pristine condition compared to everything else around it. Why are we opening this again? Because we want to know what is on the other side. Do we though? Actually, <laughs> we feel like we have to. Do we actually though? I feel like I don't know if I can leave and not know what is here. What if we leave? If we leave now and do not open the door, we will never know what is on the other side. Also, I'm concerned that we won't ever be able to break the spell that the laborers are here. That is also true. But, Cheldi, uh, Suresh, do you have any information that will tell us what could possibly be on this door? Well, what we do know so far about the Hall of Hostility was that it was essentially the, the barracks for ancient Poema. The Angani caste spent most of their time here. They were warriors, slaves of ancient Poema. So, so warrior ghosts. Is it that the 
It is possible that the hags seek weapons. That's maybe true. Or additional zombie warriors. Well, now I am even more curious. <laughs> I think that the I think the hags th- seek a thing, not the person. You kind of you can infer from what you remember from talking to Medfilty is that like she clearly had wanted into the Hall of Hostility earlier, but like she had made mention that like they couldn't get in there because of the Geist, which feeds care of the Geist, right? Yeah. No, I think we do it. Yeah, hopefully it's a thing and not an I army believe it of is undead. A, I believe it's a thing, and if it's a thing that we have. Then maybe we can bargain? I don't know. Let's try. Let's bargain and we kill them with it. Shh. Whatever. Okay. All right. So uh, so you guys all, like, you string up some rope or something to the slab? Or? Yeah. Let's do it. We have people. We have uh, people who can help, right? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like Shayaka, Cheldi, and Anushka, I guess. I even cast a floating disc to try to carry some of its weight off. Okay. How about that? Sure. It, it, so it's, heave, everyone, heave! Ho! Heave! Ho! Hey, Your whoa. rope's not connected to anything. <laughs> Floating disc. <laughs> and the and the big slab breaks apart and falls to the ground in a loud thud. And you see that you, revealed is a large ornate door. Uh, inside the door are a bunch of beautiful red stones that form a mosaic. And you recognize the mosaic immediately as Angazan's face. It's the, un, it's the whole unholy symbol of Angazan. What? Is like kind of imprinted right on the door, like made out of these kind of like beautiful, like little red stones that cover it. In front of the door, though, and you see there is kind of stone braces holding this thing in place, is what looks like a gorilla. It's a large gorilla, and it's got dark red, almost uh, kind of like brick red fur, and huge wings, almost like bat wings. Like is it is it, is it artwork or a thing? Like it looks like. No, is it the artwork on the door? Is no, is it a thing in front? There's of it. a thing in front of it. There's the artwork on the door, and then in front of that door is an actual a, is an actual gorilla. Gorilla is an actual winged gorilla that looks like alive. And it and it okay. and as soon as the light hits its face. It opens its eyes, and it's got these bright green eyes. Uh-oh. It snarls, and it reveals a big row of fangs and jagged teeth. And it's and it breaks from the stone and, uh, encasing it. Its wings flap, and he roars at you. And everyone roll for initiative. <laughs> Why do none of you ever listen to me? <laughs> Every single time I say we should do something, you two say that we should do the opposite thing, and then it turns out that I was right all along. I this know. is how it always happens. But our but our our choices are the more fun choices. I don't wanna like I thought I wanted to have fun in this jungle. I don't anymore. I just wanna get out of it. That is what I wanted from the beginning. Again, I don't understand this part of your backstory, man. Like, you could have walked. You had 20 years. Uh, you, know how long, you know how far you could get if you walk for 20 years? How many of your friends died on the way in? Also. One, two. Ghouls. Yeah, I could not get past the ghouls. It's very hard. Everybody, what did you get for initiative? 20. Three. 20. All right. I have both of those together. 23. 23. Cool. All right. So, Dom, so Damius, you see this creature. He's broken out of the stone holding him. He grunts and he looks very aggressive. Uh, knowledge check. Yes, I will knowledge check that. Ooh, I only have a fifteen. A fifteen. 
you can recognize that this creature uh, is a dire ape, but he seems to also be something else. Like he's had some sort of something either happened to it or something transformed it. Like in some he's way. a fiendish dire ape or an abyssal dire ape, something like that. Like he might like be half of some like some some sort of other demon. Half fiend dire ape. Yeah, so like, looks, kind like of your thing. best guess, like some demon fucked an ape, and this is what you get. All right, well that's. That's good to know, though, because it yeah. means he's half ape. It means he's half. Yeah, I mean, he counts as an animal. So my first action, mm-hmm. I'm going to back the hell away from that thing, because it's uh, nobody else can see the mini, but it's really scary looking. <laughs> um, and I'm going to cast Raven Feeblement on it. Okay. Hard spell to cast, but if I can get it off, right? Um, I have a 15 touch attack. 15 touch attack. That is. I think that hits. It hits. All right. So now it's going to make a fort save. I definitely got it, whatever it is. I rolled a okay. 17 plus a good fort. Oh, I'm happy 17. I didn't spend any effort on that then. Um, so you're going to take half of what I'm about to do. So um, I'm fifth level, right? Yes. Okay. It is three, negative three strength. Negative three strength? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Neat. Let me, um... I hope you had an odd number. Okay, let me just uh, adjust this. That's good job. Okay, negative three strength. Let me adjust. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. <laughs> it's a negative one strength. It's by half. Just step back. It's a negative three strength, but you half it because you made your save. Oh, uh, okay. Did you, oh, you rolled, you rolled as bad as you could. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, I know. Okay. So... Sorry. Next is Kafka. At long last, I get to use my animal bane uh, bow. So I draw it, and I open fire uh, thrice. Okay. Okay, so... (laughs) Jesus Christ. So one of these is a possible crit. Cool. One of these is a 26 to hit. Cool. And one of these probably going to miss. Yeah, that misses. It's a 7. But the other two, I'm going to confirm this crit now. And I definitely confirm with the 26, yes? Yep. Cool. So then that's going to be 34 plus 46 damage. Damn! So much damage. That's insane. A triple crit on a composite longbow. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's amazing. Uh, okay, so you so you fire this arrow, these two arrows. One goes, uh, it like hits him like in the arm, and the one hits him right in the throat and just blood starts pouring out of his throat uh, and he like snarls at you and uh, with his demony wings just barrels right towards you, Kafka. Passed me for an attack of opportunity? Yep. Woo! Alright, that's uh, gonna go for I guess you get your attack of opportunity first. Please. Yeah! Bite! Oh, helps if I roll to hit it first. Yes. <laughs> I missed. You seem really excited for a second. Unless a 16 hits. Does not. I bite him. No, it doesn't hit his touch, really? Chomps. Unholy blight, do. 16 doesn't hit his touch. Are you sure he's just a big ape? He's not a. Why why touch? What? I don't know, because I'm touching him. Stop it. No. Every time. No. I tried. (laughs) I tried. And so he's just going to go to um, bite you, Kafka. What? No. Stop it. Cut that out right now. It's going to be 22. Uh. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then it's going to make a a claw. This is minus five. So it's going to be 21. That just hits. Okay. 
It's gonna be... So it's gonna be... 32 damage. Are you shitting me? Mm-mm. 32? Mm-hmm. Is that exactly your HP? No, no like, it's, you get more than that. No, I got more than that, but that's just a lot of HP. Yes. He comes at you. He comes at you hard with a with a massive power attack and a and a bite. You feel his hot breath as he snarls and lunges at you. He takes a bite out of your birdie hide. Birds don't have hides. Your birdie. Your birdie. Feathers. Feathers. Quilts. Quilts. Or... Your birdie. He takes a bite out of you. Ah! Uh, he's just this, he's just this horrible beast. He's got like a big pig nose. I cannot do another round of that. I will actually die from another round of that. It's okay. I will get him. Shayaka's w- turn. Will oh. you actually, though? Shayaka is going to uh, look over towards you guys. He's like, holy shit. Okay, I didn't expect this today. I guess I kind of should have, though, huh? And he is going to go up behind Kafka and radiate some magical healing. Kafka, you heal for 11. Oh, sweet. Thank you for doubling the HP I had left. You're welcome. And now it is Kata's turn. Woohoo! Bite, claw, claw, you turn power attack. Just whip around and bite at this creature. Arrar. Okay. 23 hits. 23 hits. Does 22 hit. 22 hits. Does 10 hit. It does not. Okay. Just checking. I got a bite and a claw. 19 damage from the bite, mm-hmm. and then please take 10 damage from the claw. And with that, Kata, you... What do you do? Because you're killing it. Oh, describe, good. Describe your kill. Um, it's busy looking at Kafka, because Kafka just, It's like, enraged with Kafka, It's real yeah. pissed. Uh, so what I do is I go in to bite its neck from the side, okay. and I grab with my claw, I rip at its wing. And I'm just going to rip its wing right off its back. Okay. Rawr. It, it, it lets out a... And it, its whole body nearly fall, it falls over, nearly falls over on top of Kafka. Must it kind of dart back a little bit before this gigantic lumbering beast dies. Aha! And you see that the, door, the Hall of Tranquility is up for you now. But how do we open the door? Is there a handle? Yeah, there's, it's like a push. Oh, okay. Hey, quick, poke me with that mage then, armor then stick. Then two things happen. I poke her with the mage, <laughs> the mage stick, the mage armor stick, and I and I hit myself with a uh, false life. Okay. Yeah. Kafka, how are you? I am at 50-50 HP. I could... You could use a Senbu. Yeah, that's like, I could maybe use some danger hummus. I got some Senbu. You can have a Senbu. Cool. I helped myself to a danger hummus and some carrot sticks. Turns out we should have prepared for this battle that we knew was probably inevitable. I said we shouldn't have opened the door in the first place, and look who ended up taking all the damage. But we had not opened the door yet. True. In fairness, in, front of the door. in <laughs> fairness, we did not open the door. We were going to discuss that. <laughs> well, okay. All right, uh, and as you guys are kind of resting and healing up, you just feel that the eyes of Angazan are watching you from this door. I feel like I know this feeling very well at this point. Yeah, you're always kind of feeling watched. And lastly, I want you guys to make a perception check. Ooh, 19. That'd be great. 22. 18. The whole group of you actually noticed this. As you were getting ready to kind of get going and headed inside, a strange, strange fucking creature appears. It starts just kind of slowly, ever so quietly, 
going along the side of the hall before you see it kind of up above the door now. It's this big blob. It's got a big singular eye in it, and it's just like this big green. That's not big. It's like like it's like the size. It's like twice. It's like the size of a of a medicine ball. This big blob of a creature. Is it clinging to the side of the building? It's clinging to the side of the building. You can make a knowledge arcana check to identify it. Hi, weird thing. Nineteen. Nineteen. You recognize this Damius as a hag's eye ooze. No. It's a. It's. It's an ooze that hags can use to like project magic and to see through. I immediately shoot at it. Okay. You just start loading it with arrows. Yes. What uh should I roll or is this just a is this more for flavor? Um no, you can just do it. It's fine, yeah. It works cool. Well that's a twenty-six to hit it. Yeah, it'll hit. It's an ooze. It's not an animal, is it? No, it's an ooze. Oozes can be animals. No. Have you ever seen a jellyfish? I wonder if jellyfish... It's not... Jellyfish is not an ooze. Uh, we'll look into that later. They're, okay. they're oozy. They are oozy. No, uh, 10 damage. Your arrows, like, f- are, like, flung into this ooze, and it kind of, like, ripples a little bit and keeps staring off. And you hear a voice kind of call back, kind of call out of the ooze, and it just says, You've opened the hall for me. That's awfully kind of you. <laughs> 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 What's that? What? 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 What the hell is? And then all of a sudden, like, like all of a sudden, the ooze just like evaporates. Yes. I don't know if that's good news or not. I think Zeromnagam just murdered a hag. I believe that Mathilti just got what sure just desserts. Yes, but she still was really happy we did this for her. That doesn't sound like a good thing. Like you know, like we shouldn't be wanting her approval, right? Yeah, but I'm still gonna go in this hall because you know we are going to we are going to take the thing that she wants, and we are going to leave the jungle with it. And that's the end of this chapter of the Mythos Manual. Woo! Good job, guys. Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.